1: Interchangeable white ladies. Welcome to the Interchangeable White Ladies podcast. I'm Hope. I'm Annie. Our central question this week is actually a question that we've explored before, but it was so complicated that we couldn't answer we it to, in one episode. We had to do it again, <laughs> and we decided to do a little bit of a remix. So, uh, our question is: How do we build a sense of community and family across economic, racial, and cultural differences? Okay, in episode five, don't send a letter, have a conversation.
0: We attempted to answer this question, but it's complicated. So we invited our guests back. Welcome back, guests. Welcome back, guests. Hi. Hi. Uh, Uh, Let's do introductions again. Just
2: tell us your name and what's one thing we should know about you. Megan Clark, and I am a representative of um, myself (laughs) coming (laughs) on the show as a community member, but I work in family engagement. Awesome.
3: Cool. Um, My name is Shree Cooks. I would like to call myself a family engagement and community advocate. Ooh, look at
2: you. Some nice. things I love home. it. Nice. Nice.
1: So the last time we met was back in October, and we had a really animated, interesting conversation. It's been a few months. What's happened since then? What, is, what does community engagement look like this fall? Like, What are some great things that have been happening? Challenges?
2: It's been a mm-hmm. huge focus in the schools. Okay. That's one of the things that... Um, uh, it's seen as a need with social emotional learning being yes. at the forefront of um, our country's education. Um, we're really talking a lot about it.
1: Can you tell um, us what social emotional learning is? Because like I know, but a yes. lot of people don't. Just specify. What William is it?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Someone called it like social emotion. Social emotion. You know, we're in education. We love
2: all our yeah. acronyms and you know. SEL is that what you call it? SEL. Yeah. Um, Basically, what it talks about is the feelings. I mean, you know, your emotional state. Um, Social emotional learning is talking about how to um, deescalate, how to when somebody bumps into you and you're already irritated, not thinking, you know, <laughs> what man, get away from me and pushing them. You know, what I mean, yeah. it's just how to go through your feelings. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times in school, um, we're all about the math, writing, and reading and all that great stuff, which is huge. But mm-hmm. if you don't have a child that has regulated, knows how to regulate their emotions they're not paying attention to anything mm-hmm. that you're saying. They're too concerned about, you know, so-and-so looking at them, you mm-hmm. know, you've been, or or the way that they feel about their parents fighting at home or some, mm-hmm. just everything that's going on in their life's basic things. Mm-hmm. Can I
3: piggyback on that? Oh, yeah. I right ahead. So, um... I was a um, early learning teacher for a long time I did mm-hmm. preschool for a long time and in early learning social emotional learning it's like the forefront mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. academics exactly. is second um, if a child is not like uh, Megan was saying able to regulate their emotions mm-hmm. it's hard for them to mm-hmm. learn um, if they can't get along with their friends it's hard for them to learn or be um, a citizen you yeah. know in, in, in the community exactly. so mm-hmm. social emotional learning while It's very much highlighted in um, the early years. It kind of like wanes off when they start public school. But there is definitely a push to look at that more and bring it more Mm -hmm. to the forefront.
1: Well, and it seems like, I mean, the research has been around for a really long time, but I feel like it's, what, the last three, four, five years for sure. that, yeah, like, absolutely. modern education, we're like, oh, let's throw this word around. Let's look at, like, why this kid yeah. is angry. Like, or, we're like, even
0: talking, we've happening. talked about social emotional learning at the high school level, where that mm-hmm. conversation wasn't happening five Not years at all. ago. Mm-hmm.
2: No, it was, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's literally been a wave across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been different states that have been more at the forefront. And um, in Tacoma, I think that we are one of the forefront um of the of the different districts that's definitely where really the innovative so you know I mean, yeah. we're always yeah doing new things and... well
1: and isn't it like um we have the whole child approach is another we, like big term yeah, right exactly so can you can either of you explain that term for listeners to the whole child
2: initiative yeah twci T-W oh hey. Hey. Hey, nice. <laughs> hey wait
1: i never put it together the twi newsletter that comes out oh. is that the same thing
2: it is the same thing. <gasps>
1: oh, I yeah, read, read that, you know. that newsletter. I didn't know about that. <laughs> it it didn't it dawn know. On me. See,
2: now you know. Oh, That's awesome. awesome. The more hey, you know. The I feel like a know. reading rainbow <laughs> moment. <laughs> the um, more you know. Like reading
1: rainbow. <laughs> Sorry. Kind um, of went into little. That's tomorrow.
2: awesome. Yeah. Anyway, um, so basically, what, it, what Tacoma is really pushing, um, they're working with UW, uh, and the Whole Child Initiative is a. Uh, an initiative that basically looks at the whole child, as opposed to just looking at their academic performance. Looking mm-hmm. at the fact that if a child is coming to you and they don't, they're sleep deprived, um, they don't have food, the basic needs. Yeah. You know, then mazel. you're not going to be able to educate the whole child. Looking at the whole child as their emotional stats. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't, are not giving them mental support, um, mental support is huge. Yeah. I mean, with anything yeah. where you have, you know, teaching them the social emotional when they're younger, you know, you're mm-hmm. teaching them how to exist. You can take a, brilliant. we have in society, if you look at the different people that have just been brilliant mm-hmm. but nuts Cannot because function. they're not, yeah. they're not community, functional because, they
1: yeah. like can't read other
2: humans, yeah, don't because know how to identify they their don't emotions. have those yeah. social emotional <clears> skills. <throat> so, if we can implement those types of things early on and really work mm-hmm. on how we can, as a community, come around these children, Children. Um, we're going to have a more successful, you know, environment. We're going to have a more successful community, and it really works to everyone's betterment. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, these are the people that are going to be our neighbors and moving right, yeah. around us. I feel so. like it's yeah. such a
0: contrast from like the early two thousands when it was like all no child left behind, like, mm-hmm. and it was such a yeah. strong academic focus, that yeah. there wasn't Let's
1: take this test. Yeah. Well, study for this test.
3: I I think the thing has been. That there was so much focus on academic ap- academics and it wasn't improving,
1: well, so no, they exactly. were like,
3: "So, What's gosh, gone? what are we What's missing? What's the real problem yeah. here? Where they should we yeah. should go?" Look at the research. So totally. that's where they began right? And so they <laughs> hmm, they data. started data. to look more at Maslow's, you know, yeah. hierarchy right. of needs and yeah. things mm-hmm. like that, Absolutely. and so social emotional learning. Um, Is one component of that, and then family engagement is that other component that we're looking at a lot more to, you know, address academic things. So it's not just that kids aren't learning. It's all the things that come with our Mm -hmm. kids, right? When they come to school, it's just not, they don't turn off their life and are able to sit there and, 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 you know, absorb everything that's going on.
1: Well, it's funny because I think about how adults, like, we're trained, we're, I don't know, trained, conditioned, we're told to do that. And so we try to do that, but even adults can't no. do that, right? No. Like, I think how oh, many gosh, times no. I'm like, suck it up, Hope. Like, don't worry about grandma yeah. right now or whatever. Like, just yes. focus on the things in front of check it at the me, door. Yeah. Right? And versus, like, a kid who's still, like, dealing with right. other right yeah. things. There's no way. Yeah. Well, and it's
2: so important as educators realizing and recognizing that when our students walk in the door, that that is what yeah. they're coming in with all this baggage. Right. They're mm-hmm. coming in with the... ACEs the adverse childhood experiences and they're they're basically they've got all this stuff piled on top of them and that if you can, if you're well versed in that social emotional if you're well versed in and have in dealing with trauma you're better able to uh, basically surround them with the support that they need and mm-hmm. the the type of environment that they need you mm-hmm. know what I mean yeah. uh, can you remind
1: us what ACEs is?
2: The adverse childhood experiences (laughs) is um, things that have happened in their life—a death Mm -hmm. in the family, you know—you where you have um, lack of, you know, I mean, there's all different kinds of Aces, but you have if a child is in a really traumatic situation, they have a higher Aces Mm -hmm. number. The higher the Aces number Mm -hmm. is, the higher amount Mm -hmm. of experiences. If you're if you've had a parent die, if you've had or a major death in your life, if you've had um, homelessness, isn't like
1: a family of divorce and like all kinds. There's, all, there's like all and we all
3: have aces we all some have aces, have ACEs higher, so yeah. some of us have higher but some of us have more than others I think others I feel like we, I we've that. talked
0: about aces before where like my aces I actually have a really high aces score mm-hmm. but I also have these other things that counteracted that aces right, score like, right right that support and right. things yeah. like support that support I'm white like there are a lot of things that like I had that were that counteracted the aces I had like six and that's huge because
2: that is where we can and knowing those things yeah where is where you can come across and go okay so how can I support this yeah. and and be able to foster the positive things in this right. child's life to build them up to where it's not going to be uh, a, ne- a huge negative yeah. thing but actually some this a lot of these children the resilient children yeah, right? are mm-hmm. able to turn it around and become yeah. I mean yeah. amazing. how do you target yeah.
0: interventions to those those needs to make sure that they can be successful
2: it's really reading the child and yeah. really being able to recognize when they walk through that door or, hey, yo, today's not the day. I mean, this is a day right. we're going to be a little light. I mean, there's. I'm not saying don't have high expectations, but maybe understand that maybe mm-hmm. during recess you should tap so-and-so on the shoulder and be like, you know what? How about right before you come back from recess, why don't you come about five minutes in? Mm-hmm. Why don't you head to the nurse's office, get a half an hour sleep or yeah. something along those and, lines? Mm-hmm. Or, hey, here's a cheese stick. You'll look, you know, you'll look hungrier. Yeah. So there's lots of different ways. Yeah. Um, or just saying, you know, how about you sit over here today? Yeah. Just really making sure those morning meetings those are amazing things so you Mm -hmm. sit down and part of the a lot of the elementary schools uh, even into the junior high and high schools will do a morning meeting a quick Mm -hmm. check how are you feeling check in check Mm -hmm. out my son has
3: actually started doing that I was trying to look at all kinds of things first his teacher wanted to put him in like this group of you know kids that are having you know more difficulties in the classroom and I I said, no, I said, I I already know Mm -hmm. what that group is made up of. Mm -hmm. And he already has too many check marks already just being a young black boy in society. Mm -hmm. I don't need all this extra stigma. Right. So we tried other things and I show up and things like that. And more it's his behavioral issues are more of. Um, he gets excited when he's learning, yeah. so interrupting yeah. 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 and trying to regulate himself need to mm. calm down. Yeah. So nothing, like, too serious, How old is he? but he's 10, oh, yeah. so yeah. he's in fourth that grade. Really yeah. But the check-in, check-out has, and, has yeah. absolutely been helping oh, him. That's awesome. So uh, he likes to set goals. Boys are very much about the rules and setting goals, so it's really mm. been helping him. Yeah. But I wanted to say, um, besides... Teachers, you know, knowing about ACEs and the whole child and things like that, that if this is. Another key point for me is that culture awareness. Yes, I don't yeah, like to sure. say competency because none yep. of us are competent no, 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 in anything. Mm-hmm. I had read something before that we need 10,000 hours just to be mm-hmm. proficient in any type of skill. Yeah, like and so, I
1: read that too, 10,000 mm-hmm, hours. So, yeah.
3: so that cultural awareness, I think, is one of the most important things. Um, different cultures show uh, their emotions different ways, you know. Exactly. Um mm-hmm and have different ways of handling things at home. And from my understanding, it's not necessarily mandatory right. for educators to have to do that, but I would love to see that be a thing. Yeah. And, you know, I'm still learning, yeah. you know, I, and I think that's something that the whole community could benefit yeah. from. Yeah. But especially when you're working with a, di- a diverse group of students, you got to have some basic awareness Absolutely. of, you know, where they're coming mm-hmm. from and their their backgrounds and what they have to deal with. Um, in in society, yeah, yeah I feel like that would anyone. be
2: yeah. anyone, yeah, anyone well, I, dealing with police officers. I think officers more like, oh, yeah. yeah, more districts Everyone.
1: are, in, at least in Washington State, are trying to like put that kind of stuff in, right? Like ho- offer classes Most or like, read a book, I right? Have, so that's yeah. been good. But you're right. I mean, it's not just about education. It's mm-hmm. all of these different mm-hmm. professions. Mm-hmm. We yeah. need more awareness of other people and communication styles right. and values that come. And yeah. I think kind of your point, like it's constantly a learning experience, right? So just mm-hmm. like I've met people where they're like, well, now I'm culturally competent. I'm like, no, it's Respect. like exactly. what are you talking about the more not you learn something the more you should realize people are nuanced and they're going to find someone yeah. who's also, different also if you claim I mean, to be culturally business,
0: competent <laughs> you might not be yeah, yeah
1: I mean, absolutely. You, you might not be, be. Like, a really little boy scout badge <laughs> or girl scout badge <laughs> exactly I just sewed that on my vest yeah. yeah. here yeah, yeah. and I'm, some I people approach appreciate. those classes that way right they're like I yeah. took this one class mm. so like, now I'll know all about it yeah Yeah, or yeah I read one terrible book I don't know if you all remember the Ruby Payne book that was out there about like poverty and it came out like a number of years ago and a bunch of districts are reading it like to help understand poverty and I was like this is, this is all just stereotypes about yeah. power. This actually doesn't help. and This just perpetuates and yeah, right. stuff. Yeah. Um, and then districts started to realize, like, oh, wait, maybe that actually mm-hmm. wasn't a good book. Yeah. Well, maybe
2: talk we to I'd- people. Talk yeah. to yeah. parents. I mean, that was one of the biggest things that is really helpful to me was just talking to people. If I don't understand something, mm-hmm. look, man, yep. we're all different. Sit down with people and be like, look, I don't understand why this, you know, your child's a little more rough. You know, I've noticed that a lot of the children, that I mean, because you've got cousins and stuff like that, I mean, they're all like kind of like pushing each other. <laughs> oh, at home, we do that all the time. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. that makes That sense. explains <laughs> yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Now so like, can you, you bridge that for us?
1: Like, what's the, you're talking about, we're talking about social, emotional, and ACEs, and then family engagement. Like, how do you bridge that to, like, help with school? and help kids be successful... I mean, what's the?
2: Uh, you know, I mean, there's. Go ahead. You do know, you actually I'm like she... tell parents like, oh, this ace is... I mean, do you actually have those uh, kinds of conversations? Real. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. You have if, to have those yeah. conversations because I want them to be like, what's that about? Yes. And then if I mm-hmm. if I can give them that that open that door a little bit and be like, look, man, this is this is all this and this is the reason why we're doing mm-hmm. it because you know it's so easy to talk at people, right? And you know, and that's one of the things that you have a lot of parents that walk through the door and that's all they see. Yeah. Educators is doing. We're talking at you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh well, you know this study and this data and this and well, you know we're pulling out acronym well she's got a two right now but don't worry it's a high two you're almost at the it's like no just say (laughs) look this is where we're at you know i mean you just got to break it down on the fact that we don't have to be this high and mighty thing i mean teachers and and educators and people that are working with children should be able just to sit down at the table because we're all part Mm -hmm. of the village and that's that that's that key component well Mm -hmm. my thing is that um like you were
3: saying Megan I mean people are people yes. right I mean we all come with different things and that's one thing I've tried to relate to fam Oh my goodness I am so sorry that is one thing that I try to relate to families like teachers aren't just teachers mm-hmm. they're they're mothers people. they're sisters yes. they're you know family members yeah. um so it's it's true we should just have conversations so where it comes to helping our kids academically I mean data yeah. Right. But for data sure. does show yeah. that when families are, you know, more engaged, you know, teachers stay at schools longer with yeah. better yes. engagement. In, yeah. um, students do better and in, in math and literacy. And I think that's because they are shown that their families um, value education. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't just tell them stories about how, how horrible school was for them, which mm-hmm. it may have yeah. been. But when they get that language behind, like, these are the simple things you you can do to help your student do better across the board. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't know that. Exactly. So that's my thing. It's yeah. uh, education and awareness yeah. for first. You don't know what you don't know. I wonder if so there's. If we, yeah. you, I'm sorry. Oh, go I'm ahead. just
0: gonna say that. I wonder if there's some. Um something to changing the narrative with parents who've had a bad experience like mm-hmm. you had a bad experience and acknowledging that and validating right. that and i think yes. that it's yeah. talking to them and yeah. saying you know I, yeah. actually, i'm getting right. validation yeah. because yeah. if I'm you getting feel validated some, yeah. they may have the that may give them the impetus to say oh yeah okay yeah, yeah i can tell my kid even though my experience was bad was bad um yours could be great right, right. well and that's
2: just it and just having that conversation saying you know like i've had those conversations with parents. Yeah. you know i don't want my kid in special ed i want to you know Okay. Instead of just saying, "Well, gosh, you're being really stubborn and this is really annoying," yeah. sitting them down and going, "Well, why?" Yeah. let's I mean, let, let's let me just the re- ask yeah. the first question: Why? And a lot yeah. of them say, "Well, man, you know what? I was in special education. Right. This is how it's treated. I was pu- plugged into mm-hmm, a classroom and yeah. forgotten about." And it's like, okay, so let me explain what this is going to look like. And when you have that conversation, then it's like, oh
1: okay mm-hmm. and yeah. it
2: changes the narrative and that's what we have to yes, do yeah. is change yeah. that that mo- the the way that the parent is the lens that they're seeing it through because right. their lens is different from your lens mm-hmm. and i think that you both coming together and going oh, okay no no this is not what it's going to look like yeah is really important mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah what so what else has happened this fall that's been Gosh, so much great so i much. mean there's been one of the things that i was really you know we're just we're in the holiday season mm-hmm. oh yeah and um That has been the outpouring of people coming to support kids and families has been um, humbling. It has been Mm -hmm. truly uh, one of those things that we had at our school, 47 families that we were able to support with meals and gifts. And it blew me away. I mean, there were people coming to me. Like, yo, can I help? Like, yeah. hey, I, had, I mean, people come in it at all times. You know, hey, you know, one of the women's, one of the families that I really it really touched my heart was they came to me and said, you know, I just sat down with my kids the other day and we were talking about the importance of Christmas. And I really want or the holidays. And I really wanted to them to understand that we were in a financial position. We're not balling or anything, but we're in a financial yeah. position where we mm-hmm. can bless yes. other people. And she said, so I would like to be able to take them out. Do you have any families that, or do you have a family that we could go and support? And my children could show support for school, kids of their own school. That's great. And I was just that's like, awesome. that's so dope. Like, that's yeah. how it yeah. should be. Like, yep. it was a family supporting another family mm. at the same school. It wasn't some other outside source. But it's not yeah. abstract. It's like right. It's right yeah. at home. That's and awesome. that's what mm-hmm. we, I think that we need to focus on. Yeah. Cherie, so, did just you have a, I was going to ask, did you have a good holiday story as well?
3: Well, I kind of do. Are you guys familiar with those the Buy Nothing groups yeah. on Facebook. I think this is one of the best assets
1: for community.
3: I am on there all the time. Yeah. I think you know that. Yeah. Hope you're and I are on the
1: same one on the east side. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. I've uh, if you don't know, already. their online community on Facebook, look it up Buy yeah. nothing and then like your neighborhood and people just give stuff away yes. or ask for things yeah, that they need yes. and it's awesome because you're not like throwing it away, wasting mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So context for <laughs> no, it. Sign no, up for that's it. It's all love. good. Yes,
3: please let folks know because it's really awesome. So I had just taken some stuff to a mom and it was like in a huge box and I was like, oh, I can take that box back for you. And she was like, no, no, I'm actually going to keep it. And then she tells me the story about a mom who's been denied more maternity leave. Mm -hmm. She just had twins. She has three sets of twins and another child at home. And so... But they oh de- denied her more maternity leave. I'm like, what can I do? You know, yeah. like, how can I help? So I was able to help her. I d- and I don't know this woman, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I just know that there was somebody in my community that whatever help. I can do, I, I, I had to help her out. So, you know, I was able to get something together, and I actually gave it to the person I had talked to. That's cool. You know, nice. I don't That's need, nec- you know, I'm telling the story, but I yeah. don't necessarily need recognition from that person yeah. to know yeah. that, um, you know, that, that it came from me but one thing about the like you were saying about the holidays of course we start all being compassionate and yeah. you know pouring our <laughs> yeah. hearts out right yeah. but we <laughs> so need like to, making up for it <laughs> right we need to keep that going but yeah. I think the buy yeah. nothing group is one way we yeah. do that That's is awesome. kind of mm-hmm. keeping that going um, and just supporting each other you know in our community
2: mm-hmm. well and this is a, awesome. like one of the things that stood out to me <laughs> this is a very this was a humbling experience for Megan Clark <laughs> Um <laughs> I, I called up but you know I mean it was Thanksgiving I was feeling kind of you know I was feeling like giving back to my community this is a few years back and um I was like hey I called up uh, I forget where it was and I said I'd like to come and my family would like to pass out meals on Thanksgiving and yeah, yeah. you know, I'm feeling like all puffed yeah. up and good yeah. about it you know and she was like you know what actually we we're over, uh, we are over we have plenty of people who volunteered on Thanksgiving. <laughs> We are open three hundred and sixty-four <laughs> right? days on the other yes. and I was just like damn. Yes. I was like I literally sat down and was like, okay, well there we go. I mean yep. so I encourage people all the time. Yeah. All yeah. The like time. think about it, even if it's it's giving a coupon book to somebody and saying, Hey, look, let's go volunteer together. Pick an activity, yeah. how we yeah. can get involved in our community. Mm-hmm. All the time because people there are people that are that are in need yep. and you know they are mm-hmm. struggling all I mean just and it just it shows that everybody, that we have buy-in and we care about our community. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing I was
1: thinking about at Lincoln, you know, we have a high percentage of Bikini Vento kids, so kids that qualify Mm -hmm. as homeless um, and just a lot of families in need. Mm -hmm. And, it's amazing so throughout the year you know people donate gift cards that we can then mm-hmm. give away at the holidays yeah. or at different times of the year when we need to like you said it's not just mm-hmm. the holidays yeah. where people no, are struggling right shopping yeah. like clothes, the food you know, right yeah. and you know our uh, community liaison person michelle ha right so right? shout like out like all the yeah. food that's, and all the so all the stuff that's michelle. happening there. <laughs> no, she's it's so, so awesome and i just encouraging people that are listening like yes. neighborhood find your neighborhood school yeah. yeah donate some stuff even if it's like not the right time but you got a little bonus on your check or whatever tax time right yeah like put a few bucks back into that and you know Like the
0: school, when school supplies go on sale, a lot of kids need backpacks mid-year. If yeah. they break, like oh, the straps break, me. it happens. Oh, I mean, there's it's such a, a need. It's, so yeah, buy them yeah. up when they're cheap and then yeah. say, like, give them to the schools because they're going to need them. Well, so I have a
1: funny story about that. We have some um, friends through like our Sounders community that i um, working for Target and they, it was like after school sales. So all the glue sticks were on sale and <laughs> yes. they knew Nate and like, and myself from like the Sounder stuff. And they were like, y'all need some glue sticks? We're like, yeah. So she bought us hundreds <laughs> of glue sticks, right? And so we had all these huge bags. That's and awesome. so one of our professional development days, we grabbed them out of the car and we were just walking around. <laughs> and we'd basically you get a glue stick we and basically a a of people would be like right? do you guys want a glue stick and me. the person's like yeah sure i'll take a few glue sticks and then we just start like hugging them at people so Yeah. when i
2: taught kindergarten i <laughs> promise you i so thought funny. those kids were eating them so <laughs> right. go into your local yes, elementary <laughs> school yes, and be like glue sticks and here you know, know, go they're
0: not expensive either they're not but man those things go quick they do like 39 cents. expensive enough though yeah but when school supplies does on sale like 39 cents 29 cents
3: well, and also, we don't have to do tangible things to help mm. each other out. Well, of yeah, course, they're needed, just... and that's great, but it doesn't always have to be, you that's know, something to give. It can be a skill that you yes. have, yes. a mm-hmm. service that you have. Totally. I was Recently, I did, like, a focus group about family engagement with some ladies, and I had somebody reach out to me, like, afterward, like, I don't know what to do about such a such situation mm-hmm. at my kid's school, and I said, you know, we can find out together. And, you know, that was something that I was willing to do. And, you know, we can sit down. We can figure Mm -hmm. out where we can go from that because she didn't know how to navigate the system right. right I mean I'm still learning myself right. but like I said we can we can figure out together and I thought that was something I'm lending something that's important to me yep. yes. to help this yep. to help this mom out so yeah. you know if you're good at taxes right mm-hmm. go yeah. do people's taxes <laughs> for totally. free. Yeah. you know all, all yeah. kinds of stuff
1: for yeah. sure so one of the one of the questions I want to ask both of you is like the role of PTA for this kind of work because I think there's a bit of a I don't know if it's a real accurate like understanding of what PTA is or what it does or like is it active in washington state what does that look like for different schools and like rural and urban i think we're also wondering too about okay. like i don't know that much
0: about the history of the pta like why like where did it come from like and where like what's the status of it now like is it a powerful organization because we don't see it as much at the high school we're really interested yeah. in how that can
3: i do my spill now then yes yes, be awesome. yes please Okay so I am the president of the Tacoma Council PTA so that's the Booyah. whole city hey. and I actually <laughs> am the awesome. region um family engagement person the like the horn. i
0: know
2: like, not the uh, shame, like, opposite of the shame bell. Yeah, the... so, so there's a
3: go. few parts of that yeah. i can yeah. i can answer obviously some schools have bigger and better ptas than sure. others um but one thing i've been trying to do as the president first off when i talk to folks i'm like i'm the president they're like oh because they don't expect me yeah um they don't expect you know Uh, black black girl with curly hair to be the president, uh, you know, who talks like whatever. So that's one thing. And I try to let folks know that PTA... Is the largest advocacy group in the nation around education and, wow. and, and children. And a lot yeah. of people don't know that. No. Um, largest one. That's awesome. So I'm I, that's another thing I'm highlighting. And I know that some of the PTA ladies might hate that I say this, but membership isn't everything. Yes, you need members to keep your PTA growing. Mm-hmm. But just, like, throwing uh, memberships at folks is not going to get people to come to your organization. Mm -hmm, You know, it's back to building those relationships, Mm -hmm. and that's how you're like, oh, okay, you know, we, we have a common, you know, thing. My son's in third grade. Your son's in third grade. You know, they play on the playground. But did you know... You know, that last Harvest Fest, you know, we did that with the PTA. Like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. I mm-hmm. think I could be down with mm-hmm. that, you know, so talking more about that. Um, and so we also lobby. We actually have a lobbyist that goes to Olympia, mm-hmm. and we lobby around educational issues, things that have to that's do with awesome. our kids. We do... Um, uh, legislative assembly, so all these things people don't know about. Yeah. They're just like, oh, yeah. you guys well, fundraise. And, and, and right. well, like the, the bad
2: moms, like, right. you know, PTA right. oh, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. and They're like,
1: oh, I was going to say, so there's like this perception that it's like the lady with extra time yeah. and she just yes. like does a little checkbox like, I volunteer yes. and then I run this PTA mm-hmm. and Look like give me. out some cookies and that's it, right? so cool. It so much more there. There's so much more.
3: When I did a family engagement class and for PTA early in the fall, first thing I was telling them, like, you know, it's great that you're raising money for your school. It's great that you're putting on these you know, harvest fest and book fairs, but how inclusive are mm-hmm. you being? You know, how are you reaching out to other families? A lot of times, one one mantra that all PTA folks have like, we do it all, we don't have any <laughs> help, blah, blah, blah. But who are you reaching out to? You know, yeah. are you being the moms on the other side of the playground that gather in the morning with your little tight circle and you don't talk to anybody else, you know, Rome. on that playground, especially mm-hmm. if they look different? from you, right? Right, You're not talking to those folks. And then you want to complain that no one helps you. How are you being inclusive? That's the main thing. Let's put that fundraiser to the side for a minute. How are you working with your school community to build that
1: up? You know, that's really important. What's the percentage of, like, uh, families of color that are involved in PTA? Oh, gosh. It's super low. I don't have,
3: like, numbers, Mm -hmm. but it's very, very low. But, like, on the east side, we have, you know, a couple thriving um, PTAs that are pretty you know i hate to use the word diverse but we have a few people of color on them representing but it's still very very low and that's one thing that i'm trying to like hello Mm -hmm. you know um i care about my kids i want to help do things for our school and i'm sure i'm not the only Uh -uh. one person of color that does care but it goes back to you know opening those doors if you're you know, being the bad moms, you know, mm-hmm. those those moms on that movie. Mm-hmm. No one yeah. wants to, uh, you Nobody know. Nobody wants to be a part no. of that. Like Mean Girls or something. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And, and, growing least, mean girls, and sometimes like it
2: feels that. like that yeah. with some yeah. of those, some, of or, some organizations. But yeah. the benefit is when you have people that are aware of the fact right. that, you know, they're, mm-hmm. you're representing the school, which is representing the community. Mm-hmm. So let's make it look like the community that should be that should should be involvement and you don't have to be a stay at home what are they an S.A.H. Wait, or, I, I hate that? that term. Oh, Lord I don't know Jesus. What that is either. I'm sorry. I hate that term. S <laughs> A, they go, is they, uh, sa- what is it? It's stay at home mom. So it's a S A H M, S A H M. And it's like, oh, well, I'm an, because I remember yeah. somebody put that, somebody dropped that on Facebook and I was like, what is, left? I'm like, is this that? Like, like, a so code on break like, I know what and acronyms, I acronyms and I don't know that like, one. Shoot, I'm, an, I'm an educator. I know about acronyms. like, I'm a Sam and I'm like, you're a what? And I was like, dude, I need to look that up. I think, up. So, I think you know. they would
0: pronounce that Psalm. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, at the end of the day, oh, I was gosh. just like, What are right, you now we're at? Stay yeah. at home. Just
2: say that you're a mom. Yeah. You know, I mean it's like, yeah. But I think that we get into that perception of with PTAs yeah. that you have to have thousands of hours mm-hmm. of time to put plug yeah. into this. And yep. it's like sometimes it's just no. hey, I'm willing right. to um you know send something home with me. I can right. do calls. Right. I can yeah. call the volunteers, mm-hmm. you know, take an hour out of my day or an, or out of my night and call volunteers and say, Hey, would you like to volunteer? For the harvest festival, or would you like to volunteer to talk to come out one day when you're dropping mm-hmm. your kid off yeah. and say to like three other moms you see standing there waiting mm. for the, you know school and mm-hmm. say, Hey, you know, have you heard about PTA? Mm-hmm. That's, That's the, the yeah. type, you know. I mean, we, we need people of that have all different types of schedules right. and all different yeah. types of um availability. And, so, you're yeah.
1: talking about we talk a lot about the PTA mom, is it just for women or women identified?
2: No, absolutely no, but not. it's i mean, it's it's, majority. it's a majority. Yeah. I very rarely do you have um. Very many men that join the team. I
3: know a few um, uh, men out there doing really great things, especially yeah. in the Culver Park School District. Hey, nice. Um, doing Park? some cool stuff. <laughs> but one big some win we head. had this year is um, we passed a resolution for um, better inclusion yeah. for LBTGQ. I'm sorry, I always mess this up. LGBTQ. Students um, across the board. So these are things that I try to highlight for PTA. So that passed Um, in the legislature. So we have our own like legislative assembly where we figure out like what resolutions. Mm or issues that we want to highlight mm-hmm. and have mm-hmm. our lobbyists highlight on the, on the floor. Oh, cool. um, and so, so the, that does was your lobbyists do one. like a
0: legislative agenda. They take to Olympia, like you set kind of, you say these are the things we care about and then they yep. take them and that's awesome.
1: Absolutely, that's absolutely. It sounds a lot like the way the unions are structured for teachers. Yeah. And, and
3: even we have like a focus day. So mm-hmm. we're PTA members. We go and talk to representatives mm-hmm. about these things. That's and awesome. um, so there's so many other things. So if you don't, like selling wrapping paper you don't know. and you like <laughs> to advocate, like that PTA is not to be a portion of, yeah. Exactly. Platform yeah. everyone knows PTA, right? Yeah. So, right. you got your platform, use it, and that's yeah. what I've been mm-hmm. trying to do. Let's use this platform we have mm-hmm. to highlight all this other great stuff yeah. we're trying to do, like Breakfast After the Bell is another one we're looking at, like all kinds mm-hmm. of really important things besides wrapping paper.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm horrible yeah. Yeah. Wrapping at so wrapping. Papers wrapping important. paper. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's so interesting. So how many? How um, in Washington say like how do how does RPATA size or activity or activism compare to like other states? Are we pretty active?
3: I yeah. haven't compared to other okay. states, but we're it pretty like, active. Yeah. Obviously, there's mm-hmm. some cities and and uh, regions that are more active, yeah. but Tacoma, we're 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 going a little strong. Yeah. Of course, things can always be better. Like I said, there's bigger PTAs um, in some schools that have more. Volunteers, but like Megan Mm. was pointing out, like you need to translate that it doesn't take all your time. There are little things that you can do, right? Like, you know, that we all can do to pitch in because a lot of times PTA are putting on these events that the school necessarily doesn't have the funding for or don't have the capacity to do. And the kids love those things. So I'm not saying that, you know, those things are horrible and you shouldn't do them. Those are really, really important, but they're not the only things you can do.
2: Well, and there's a lot of times where the PTA or PTO, there's also the PTO, the PTO out there. Sandra? PTO is
3: PT like parent time organization, but they oh. are a separate entity. They are oh, a separate. Are they? they don't they fall do? under. So PTA kind of has. Is there like all a rivalry these. there, or is it a? I don't think no. so. Okay. I just but think PTOs different... are are more lax. Oh, you know, okay. PTA we do have you know certain. Um, things going on because your actual 501c3 oh, yeah. you have and I shirt. think the PTA like has that. more
2: Charity, history it's yeah. an older yeah. organization yeah. as well, well lobbying I mean yeah so I mean, they're, too. they're getting yeah um yeah. But there is just for those because when I heard about PTO I was like, "What is that?" What is that? that? Yeah, It's <laughs> yeah. like i said a knockoff PTA. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. no. how, how do you, do you like start like a back PTA back branch yeah. in your school? Because I, I, like, feel I was like...
0: yeah, I'm wondering about that as well. Because like at the high school, for example, we don't have like we have athletics boosters, in but booster like, yeah. how do you start a PTA? Well, I was in
1: one. I worked yeah. in one high school where like we wanted to have one, and there was like a gal who was doing it, but then there was like three people showing up, and then it just kind of fizzled out. And I don't know if her kid graduated or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm kind of wondering about that. Like, what are the challenges? like at the upper level, is it something that we should be encouraging more, pushing more? Is this another
3: It just depends on the interest. You don't Mm -hmm. have to have a PTA at your school to do great things. I mean, there are benefits that come with having a PTA. You have all this huge support, you have all the access to more like grants and scholarships, and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff going on. Um, But to start one, you got to have like a um, try to get at least a couple people together and say, this is what we want to do. Last year, we were able to help start and charter a special needs PTA one of cool. the first ones yeah. in our state which is super super awesome. awesome so there are a few steps you gotta go through because it is a business yeah. kind of thing right yeah. and this year we're actually looking to do um, help support a LGBTQ PTA oh, and cool. so that might be one of the first I in didn't even state know about that my mind is blown. Awesome. that is really cool Yeah, yeah, super excited yeah. Michelle Keating, Keating oh, yeah. she's super awesome she is the driving force behind that and so as a council we're supporting her to do that so to start you basically need um some committed folks right that mm-hmm. will probably end up being your board um and you go through those steps i mean i don't have the list and yeah, yeah i know i'm the president but i don't know all this stuff <laughs> <laughs> by heart well, and I actually but there have are a steps now
2: because I'm, <laughs> I'm like hmm. um when you're talking about these two ptas that are coming like special needs or mm-hmm. the lgbtq um are they at one school, or are they just for, like, the district? I'm glad you asked that, Megan. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so, like, the special needs PTA, they are just a representative of the district. Perfect. Anybody mm, can be a okay. part of I, that I like, because that, for me...
2: Being yes. family engagement, I'm like, oh, I could, you know. Oh, be absolutely, definitely. yes. yes. Absolutely. Because
3: they put on all these um, awesome meetings where they bring folks out to talk mm-hmm. about things that are very specific to special needs yeah. kids. And it's just a, a support of parents, still, you know, mm-hmm. when other parents don't know where to go, you know. Yeah. Um, and then also uh, will be the same instance with the LGBTQ um, PTA. Mm-hmm. It's for any and everybody. And obviously you guys can be members of these PTAs PTA. that's how you help support so, that's yeah, another thing community can do Yeah, if it's can you talk more about that like global? because what
1: if so I know some of our listeners have kids in different schools right mm-hmm. that maybe don't have a PTA and they don't really want to start one or some folks who don't even have kids and like how does that connect to them and what can they do to support this work? I
3: mean, grandma, grandpa can be <laughs> PTA members. Yeah. Um, Uncle Larry. Yeah. <laughs> they cost money, I mean, is there like a there like is. 10,
2: 15, sometimes 20? Some 20, of them are depending. different. A couple of your, yeah. la- your lattes. So, yeah, one, latte. yeah. just- so one latte.
3: thing about the council, that's how we get our money is yeah. by all the members in yeah. the city. We get like yeah. a dollar from everyone. <laughs> so, some PTAs will. You know, say like $12, and they get to keep a certain portion, and then oh, a, sort, a certain sense. portion goes to the state. You know, yeah. so that's yeah. how yeah. we like kind of use. generate our money. So, you yeah. know, we do need memberships. But we got to build those relationships. Well, with yeah, anybody, it's just not, anybody yeah. can yeah. be a member. You could put your five-year-old as a member of a PTA if you want to. Oh, really? oh absolutely. And people do. Everybody. Right. Yeah. Nice. Well, and,
2: here, and here's the, this is another thing that I was, um, that I would like to clarify now that I have the president here. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> God. <laughs> there, Meg's got questions. we <laughs> now. Um, <laughs> well, because, I mean, I've been at schools where my, I've had my daughter at schools where, and I'm not going to name names, but... Um, there, Where they, as a district, have really pushed signing up Uncle Larry and, you know, because they want to, because I and I was told, um, this is just hearsay, but I was told that with the more membership, the better access they have to grants and things like that um, for the school. For that and particular so, school? For that particular mm. school. Um, and it wasn't in Tacoma, P.S. Okay. But um, they basically said, you know, the more membership that we have, mm. the better stuff that we can get and my thing was like well what if uncle larry's just i mean he's putting in a thing but he lives in <laughs> you know wichita and mm-hmm. he's never going to be involved how is that a benefit besides his twelve dollars because shoot i'll give you twelve dollars right so what is that is that a benefit in having this great you know this mm. thousand member strong pta if you only have three people volunteering
3: well mm. i would say just because there's nothing like written about how that works is mm. that doesn't matter I mean, the one thing for PTAs, they have to have at least 25 members to be in good standing. Mm -hmm. So to access grants and scholarships like that, they just got to be in good standing. Well, it, <laughs> it doesn't have to, you know, be a big, huge organization. Yeah. Well,
2: uh, I got a <laughs> <Well, and, laughs> dog up, man. Yeah, I mean, but
3: obviously, the more members there are, there's more funds to do things, yeah. and it all goes back to doing things for our kids. And then mm-hmm. things like, um, like the Legislative Assembly that I mentioned. You know, those organizations excuse me those PTAs with more members they do have a line item that they're able to send people to do those things mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. I mean there is a benefit to having more folks but as long as you're in good standing you can apply and do
2: all kinds mm. of stuff Interesting, yeah Okay, oh, a little knowledge for me thank mm-hmm. you so
1: I'm trying to formulate a question because I'm kind of wondering about um the idea of just like equity and access in the role of PTA that In in terms of like building those relationships with the teachers and with the parents, I mean, because it seems like they're really a bridge organization. Mm -hmm. Is am I understanding what in government we would call those
0: linkage institutions? Oh yeah, but as you as you mentioned,
1: there are these like narratives that are out there about like oh they're just trying to get money for this one thing that they want, and then Mm -hmm. the disproportionate like funding that is happening in schools, and I don't think it it shouldn't fall on levies or the PTA to supplement some of these Mm -hmm. issues. But I mean, can you can either of you speak to that, or you can you talk a little bit more about like how um, what what's the PTA's role with that, or like what kind of cool opportunities are there in terms of? I
3: I don't think there's an official role, yeah. but. It just depends on, like, where your president's passion is. Like, my passion is highlighting all these advocacy things we do. Um, Mm -hmm. So every PTA is different. The things they focus on may be a Mm -hmm. little different. But they could absolutely be a bridge for Mm -hmm. parents and teachers. Um, But... I would say it's not something that's like written into bylaws or something maybe it should be Well,
2: Mm -hmm. and that is one of the benefits of having a community or family liaison Mm -hmm. or a social worker or somebody in the school yeah that's That's, my job and and that is one of the things that um, that's one of the many things that Mm -hmm. I in my school am involved with because it's such a great opportunity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to reach out to parents Mm -hmm. on a whole different level Mm -hmm. it's not um school based essentially like Mm -hmm. during the school day so it's a time Mm -hmm. to really kind of just just get involved with the different aspects of parent involvement on a whole nother level Mm -hmm. so when you have somebody like your um fantastic family liaison, um, we can sit down and discuss things and say, you know, and the person that uh, I'm going to give Jerry a shout out, Jerry, is one of the most amazing PTA um, presidents, uh, besides Cherie of course. Um <laughs> in uh, at my school and she holds it down. She hasn't had a child enrolled in mm-hmm. in school for about 20 years now, yeah. Yeah. but she holds she holds it down and her and I are in constant conversation yeah. of what well, what do you think mm-hmm. about this? Do you think that this would be better suited for the parents or what are you thinking about, you know, with looking mm-hmm. at the family needs and things yeah. like that, and blah, yes. blah blah. That's a great that's a great opportunity for me to right. really connect.
3: Yep. And like you said, looking for those needs and things like that. Yes. Yeah, that's a perfect way that PTA can be a bridge for all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, at our last, like, all city meeting, I invited the Amara folks to come talk oh, about cool. foster perfect. care yes. and, you know, just kind of highlighting some of those community things that PTA can get behind. And, you know, even if you just start a little um, um, donation basket or something yeah. that you can take to mm-hmm. school. So, this is how we can all. All support okay, well. um, students in different ways because, yeah, um, just like the special needs PTA, that's yeah. their focus. But we can all um, uh, lean in and, and help okay. out all the students. So, and um, well,
0: I was gonna say, I think before we transition into our next segment, um, where do you have another follow up question? Yeah, I have about a couple that, more or... questions. Okay, go ahead. Well, I you ask your follow up questions, and then well, don't let me forget my question
1: is very important. Ooh, very <laughs> I was important. just thinking, so um, some of our listeners have we've talked about like so this show is very education focused, mm-hmm. but there's so many parallels and things that people can do outside of education. So one of the conversations that I was having uh, online recently was around like bureaucracies and like. This person in particular is coming from like outside systems and trying mm. to figure out how to navigate the new like bureaucracy of education. And so, you both are, I mean, are experts. You've been doing this for a long time. Like, what expert, are some but... of the ways an to like, I guess, really. like, what are some of the ways to like learn like, the the red tape or like learn the systems if you're new to a school or you're new to an area you want to get involved and you don't have a kid in the place like Mm -hmm. how do you figure this stuff out how do you build those bridges and make those connections I'd say ask questions
2: please come in and Mm -hmm. and ask those questions you know I mean that is one of the things that don't assume anything Mm -hmm. um, and really say who is my PTA president who is do you have a family liaison do you have you know talk to counselors I mean talk to the people in the building that um or the school that you're coming into, mm-hmm. that your you have questions on. You know, how do I get involved, and what does that look like? And and I think that if we have, and a lot of times, if you come to the school and you have a question that they don't have an answer for, that sparks a mm-hmm. need, mm-hmm. and so then that school goes, hey, we don't have an answer for this question, mm-hmm. and then they run. And a lot of times, it'll spark actually them going and doing something about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And so there's lots of opportunity yeah,
3: there. Yeah, check mm-hmm. out you know the. Tacoma Public Schools website. has yes, the website play around, has, has it, lots yeah. of great It is always.
2: I am always going to go on that website and be like, you, you can do this. Yeah, actually, like, yeah, yeah, like, like, <laughs> whatever the website pops up That's really, I'm like, really oh, helpful. Actually. I'm like, oh, yeah. actually, I mean, you know, people are like, I oh, don't always I'm feel that just, way about websites. I, <laughs> I, I think ours is really functional. It so. is very yeah. yeah. user friendly, and yeah. and it is. There's lots of times where somebody's like, oh, well, you need that, and they're like, oh, we'll just go to the homepage, and I'm like, wait, it's on the web. I'm like, what? Like, it's constant. So I think there's a lot of information that's provided out there that we just don't I don't know where to look. And so the access is really important as well. What
1: about um, when it comes to, I'm thinking about like some of the more complicated conversations, right? So like if you're seeing something in your school district or in your community that you feel like needs to be addressed around like racial equality or like cultural, like we were talking about cultural awareness, right? Like how do we, how do you, how do you make those changes? I mean, what are some of those, like, tips for making change? Because you can't just roll in there and be like, this is a problem. I notice how you treat these people this way. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you can, but, again, relationships. Mm-hmm. So, and that's where the, the... the
2: relationship piece is critical. You're going to get more um, when you – it's like anything. If somebody comes to you concerned, mm-hmm. you're going to listen a lot more when somebody comes to you and says, yo, you are trip. – you're crazy. This is insane. You know, this doesn't work for me. But if you come to them and say, look – you're going to get further in a conversation if you just come to the school or come to the administrator or the you know, yeah. family liaison or somebody that you feel that you have established a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Like I said, relationships are key because yeah. then you feel more comfortable having the conversation. If you have somebody at the school, no matter who they are, mm-hmm. that you feel comfortable talking to, that is your first... Kind of conversation that you can have because they have a the little bit more. Open. The door, yeah, they have yeah. a little bit more from insight on school and things like that. And they can say, you know, if you were to come to my, you know, my office administrator, and you come to her and say, "Hey, I'm really concerned about this," she would say, you know perfect person for you to talk to, Megan Clark, let me go ahead and, you know, have you go and talk to our family liaison. Mm -hmm. That is really what's going to help with things like that. Um, And really taking the time to under, to really kind of step back and go, okay, so why does this bother me? I mean, I know that I've had to personally do that in situations with my daughter in school and and talking about those things and not assuming that it's coming from a negative place, Mm -hmm. which is probably... That is, to, I've worked on that. That's yeah. been my own personal, you know. You mean
1: like it's more from a lack of knowledge or awareness? <clears throat> yeah, it's ignorance. No one's pointed it's out ignorance, ignorance rather so than it, chosen And I, and I have malice. to go, okay,
2: yeah. um, even though it's ignorance, it's not okay. Yeah. I'm still going to yep. talk about it. Yep. But how mm-hmm. can I help you in getting past this because you have an opportunity to mm-hmm. change the script of my child's, you know, of, our, of that classroom that you're in mm-hmm. or of that mm-hmm, school that mm-hmm. you're ahead of? I need you to understand that you have great opportunity. Don't just go, shh, we don't want to talk about this. Yeah. You know, those types Mm -hmm. of things. This is an opportunity to change things. Yeah. Yeah. So...
3: Um, I would just want to throw in there that TPS is definitely making strides to um, address these things by engaging families better. Absolutely. So one way um, we were tasked um, last year through Graduate Tacoma with a group of families looking at the Title I policy and making revisions and recommendations to that. And so what grew out of that is I've been able to take that to more families and talk mm-hmm. about why these things are important. Because when we are aware, right, we don't Mm-hmm. Know what we don't know. Um, you know, you don't, you now that you know there's something that there's actually a policy behind these are things the school says mm-hmm. they, the district says they're going to support and help with, then we can hold them accountable yeah, to right. do those yeah, things exactly. and say, well, um, this is what it says so how can we move forward with this mm-hmm. you know you said you're able to help me with xyz mm-hmm. so now what do we do the next steps and i think the district wants to hear those yeah, things they, they want to hear yeah. that, yeah. that mm-hmm. feedback but a lot of times like you said folks don't just they don't necessarily know where to go mm-hmm. yeah. but that's something that i personally am trying to change cuz i know what it likes what it's like being a parent Mm -hmm. and when I wasn't asking questions and Mm -hmm. reaching out, you know, and just assuming things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But as soon as I start asking more questions and they're open, right? But Mm -hmm. there's so many other things going on with the district and that I had to realize that there is such a bigger picture, right? You know, of course as my student, I care about there's there's tons of students that they have to focus on and worry about. Mm -hmm. So as parents, how do we make and how are we taking that first step to start the Conversations too. Well,
2: and, and that's one of the things that um w- that I believe that we're on that Tacoma on the forefront of, of of really looking at how do we measure the when we go back to the social emotional learning yeah. and go back to the, the whole child mm-hmm. full circle right full, um, whole circle full whole circle <laughs> <laughs> um, good one but we're really focusing on the last meeting that I was at, we actually sat down with the data and said, okay, so what does this look like and how are we able to access this and use this? And, and one of our Mm -hmm. um, data heads uh, came in and just really was able to drop like crazy knowledge about Mm -hmm. how you can access different areas, different regions, schools, and, and how we as family liaisons can utilize that information. And it was, I mean, it, opens up a whole yeah, nother cool. air, uh, mm-hmm. availability of information. Mm-hmm. So
1: uh, new year, right? Uh, 2018. We're hoping oh, for better things. Um, what if we didn't get involved in the fall um, in our local schools like what are you looking forward to 2018? What are ways that people can get more active in Tacoma
2: specifically? Volunteering. Always coming in <laughs> and just having just get involved with the people that you're standing in the parking lot with. I mean, I see every day that where people line up to come pick up the their kid and they're all just standing there yeah. and it's but like give me some sentence starters
1: because i feel like it's very awkward in those moments especially <sighs> if you've never done it you're like awkwardly looking at that other person
2: how I, do you, you know, like, hey, so what, what, I mean, how, what, who are you here to pick up? I mean, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Like, I'm a social butterfly. So for me, yeah. I'm like, like, yo, what's up? You. you know, it's like, yeah. I nicer. just walk up I and wonder I'm like, I about,
0: like, like <laughs> for people, like, I mean, obviously you have something in common. You have children. So you could yeah. maybe, yeah. like, a, exactly. like, hey, what, so, what grade is your yeah. kid in? You know yeah. what I mean? That's Talk always been my things. thing.
2: Who's your kid's teacher?
3: Yeah. Who's your kid's teacher? Oh, my son had them. And that
2: opens up. Or, you know what? You can never go wrong with, yeah, I like a jacket. Where'd you get that jacket at? So I like, that Jews, is my I'm ammo because I, yeah. I, I appreciate everything about yeah. I love everything so I'm always like oh I like that and yeah. so and it opens up because pe- then yeah. you just you know brings a little smile to their face and they're like okay this person has Warm obviously some really it. great taste so <laughs> you know I mean it, it, yeah, it's just... yeah
3: yeah, and we're always like especially in Tacoma one thing I appreciate we're like two degrees separated from each other <laughs> Everybody right, yeah, right. that's so why I love like networking and getting out there and that's one of the things that once I start putting myself out there and yes. going to different yeah. things and and going to this poverty summit and going here yeah. and like starting to see the same people yeah. and what they are involved in. Like, I like that, too. Like, yeah. I care about that, too. How can we address that? Like, how do I fit in?
2: And Tacoma is really great. We have so many opportunities for um Community events Mm -hmm. and things along Mm -hmm. those lines. Go to the community events. See the other parents. Because at those community events, there is, I, as a family liaison, I always try to have resources at those community Mm -hmm. events. People that are community organizations that have great things going on that people mm-hmm. don't necessarily know about. Yeah. So that go into
3: the community centers too. Exactly. I work. I work at Portland yes. Avenue. Mm-hmm. We have so many resources in there. Just stop in, see what's yeah. what's available.
1: That's a great. So the last time you, uh, you two were on the show, you were about to do the neighborhood walk on the east side in mm-hmm. October. How did mm-hmm. that go?
3: It went really well. I was so fortunate. I had a farm donate gosh like 40 pumpkins Look, amazing. we painted That's them oh, we hammered tees in them <laughs> by the end of the walk they were using mallets to smash <laughs> them like i was like sure go ahead yeah, um That's so fun. i've been um lucky that gtcf is letting mm. me extend my um, grant program so through the Great. spring I'm able hey. to keep them
2: going and um, GTCF is Greater Tacoma thank you know. Megan like, is yes Greater Tacoma? and they
3: yeah and they give the little spark grants those oh, personal yes. grants which are amazing yes it's are. like the thousand oh, so dollar grants it's, right 1500 well yeah. you know like yeah. Up to fifteen hundred, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. if you got an idea, pitch it. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's yeah. Doesn't matter
1: what it's related to. Nope. No. As long they as so it cool.
3: it's engaging community engaging in yeah. some yeah. way. So we'll
1: link to that in the show notes, and yeah. folks maybe can collaborate on some of those things. Yes. And, yes. and that's yeah. another
2: thing. If you see a needy, your school, and you go, "Gosh, you know, wouldn't that be cool for?" Mm-hmm. And then another mom goes, "Yeah," or another dad, "Oh yeah, let's do that." Yeah. You can get money. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the you know Greater Tacoma Community that's Foundation. Great. T- yeah. Great. Annie, you had a question. I did. Yeah. I was <laughs> gonna. So before. Before we,
0: we go on to our next segment, which yeah. um, I, want to make I was, sure you I was rushing earlier. Everything. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> okay. um, I was, uh, This is a very serious question. Okay. Um, serious this voices. is one of my favorite icebreaker questions that okay. I've ever had at a training. And you could still use it for wh- whatever you want um, if you're doing a training. If you weren't doing the job you're doing with your skill set, your knowledge, don't think about like how much it would cost or how much time it would take to retrain to do something else. Mm-hmm. What would you do if you weren't doing this?
2: Hmm, oh gosh. gosh. Besides taking I'm, over the world. Yeah. <laughs> that's a job. That's a job. That's yeah. what my job would be. No, maybe, oh my goodness. Maybe I'll be more serious. Hold on. I have no idea. Okay, I know what I would do. What I'm would just you do? It's a hard it question, right? It's not a hard question for me. Like okay, what would you do? I would most definitely, I would run a non-profit. I, yeah. would, I would be Ooh. so, I would, co- for man. For young people, for, perhaps? Yes. Children? For, for chance. Maybe? For families. <laughs> I want, my passion is truly about getting Community. I would run something that, really just it, it met families where they are, yeah. get them involved mm-hmm. in everything.
3: Ooh, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> like I gotta me. Sheree. Pick me. Sh- you can do that now. <laughs> I, um, straight up I'm a Janes fellow through That's the right. Russell Family yeah. Foundation and some of my fellows we're talking about starting our own nonprofit. We need you to okay, we need everybody. Go. We don't even awesome. know what we want it to be. I just some kind to of community ev- development I, yes. and of course you huge is? Pro- is process. We need everybody yeah, to lean and in I'm on down, that. Cause that, that, Look, things, that. and I'm because that—that is one of the things. You know now. And, and we yeah. love
2: Tacoma, man. Yeah. I mean, Tacoma's about Tacoma about to. We got to Yes, yes. Yeah. we went
3: to White Center. White Center yeah. has an awesome community develop association cool. Oh, cool. that they kind of just started. Grassroots leaders just started, love and we that. were like, we want to do that. Yeah. How do we bring so that Tacoma? Yes. So we can do that now, Okay, girl. Let's get don't it don't have to be in awesome. another life. All right. So
0: Cherie, you're gonna you're gonna co-run the nonprofit. We're gonna do it. I don't know what. I mean, we're all a village. You know,
3: our ideas like just bringing different sectors together, but around community development and yes. how those um, intersect, and like just right. how can we support in every area? And yeah, of course, yeah. that's very ambitious, but yeah. that's how ambitious that's how some well, of let's my spread films it. are. Let's spread the love. It yeah, shouldn't all? be like, you know, just Look, one I'm area or so another. I'm so serious. I'm we so have down. really that's been rad. talking all about right. that. Cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there anything
1: we haven't mentioned that you've been burning to say? Oh, Excited about? Well,
3: I, I think I mentioned the um, Title One policy work around family engagement. Yeah. I would love to hear from more folks if there's some Tacoma parents, even community members. I mean, we all went to school, right? Yeah, and remind us we what all Title have, One is. For those title One sure is um, schools that have a certain percentage of, um, kids that have free and reduced okay. lunch. Mm-hmm. That's how they gauge, I guess, the poverty of that school. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's stemmed around Title One, but mm-hmm. it's obviously related to all schools. So I would love to hear more feedback. Like that's my thing. like my my hopes is to present it by the springtime to the school yeah. board. And if I can say I talk to, 250 people in Tacoma and we all agree, like how awesome would that sound? people get a hold of And yeah. if I have Megan standing yeah, next to true. me you and like, have you my, know, you will have I mean, <laughs> um, awesome. you can get a hold of me at my email s-h-e-r-e-e-c 726 at gmail.com and I'm sure these lovely ladies yep. can put that information somewhere, but yes, let's, let's talk, cool. you know, just some simple, like, do you agree? Do you not agree? And all this this goes back to community um, community engagement. Like I was saying, I, I absolutely feel that family engagement leads to better community yeah. engagement. Absolutely. Well, amen and over here. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: on Speak now. on it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we're going to shift to our next segment, Timeless or Terrible.
2: All right. Yeah. Interchangeable. White right,
1: ladies. I'm excited for this. I'm really excited for
2: so this. We're so we're
1: going to so pull fun. things out of this jar and you're going to tell us, weigh in, is it timeless or is it terrible? And you can define however you want to define it. Okay, okay. so yes. first things first. Um, the baby industrial complex. Is it timeless or terrible? Baby industrial complex? Yeah. What the hell? What does that even so mean? So, I'll
0: give you a historical background. Um, okay. Dazenhar- y'all, are, y'all are moms yeah. in here, so... Dwight Dazen made okay. a speech about the uh, military industrial complex after um, it was like the kind of... Um, Heightened, like, war spending during right, his, right, uh, yeah. prior to his administration. And when he left office, he said, we're spending all this money on the military, like... We have become. We've created this military-industrial complex with mm-hmm. government um, and contractors working together too closely. It's mm-hmm. like dangerous for freedom or whatever he talked about it's in the speech. <laughs> yeah.
3: Danger. So anyway,
0: yeah. So anyway, the baby industrial complex is like how much focus is on like it's like the baby industry is like you gotta so buy all this stuff big. It's crazy. like so. Your baby's big. coming. You gotta buy this thing. You
1: gotta exactly. get take your. pictures if you don't beforehand. buy the thing, you, you don't gotta get. Yeah. You gotta, get, one of you gotta <laughs> get the registry. <laughs> yeah. and if you don't have the If you don't you have registry, the right registry, and if you don't
0: have the right registry, then you are you are nothing. Yeah. And like, how dare you give your
3: baby those toys that they can
0: intro? Right. And, and if you, you don't, don't have do that right gender diaper. reveal, like, yes, yeah,
3: <laughs> on, on, and put it on Instagram, like, yeah. who are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All that. It's what all do you
1: think? Crazy. Timeless, like, you know, it's all part of like our society no, culture. No, I think that it's I,
2: personally, and I'm not the most baby centric person. <laughs> I like too. them when they're at least three, you know, <laughs> yeah. well, three and up. Perfect. I think that, you know, it really comes down to, we get so focused and I think it puts a lot of stress on new moms especially Mm -hmm. is we Mm -hmm. get so focused on the fact that you have to do it like this. You don't have a diaper. Mm. You don't have, I remember Mm -hmm. my, I got a diaper, I got the the wipe warmer and my mom was like, (laughs) She said your booty was just she just said she said I just took a wet wipe and was like you didn't even she was like you, and you didn't turned even out care. just, fine. You just <laughs> fine and I was yeah. like but they have to be warmed yeah. and you know honestly though it is really at the end of the day come on we're yeah. getting to the point where it's over the top and I think it puts a lot of stress on mm-hmm. new parents yeah. I mean because financially if yeah. you're a new parent yeah. man yeah. yeah it's it's anything.
1: terrible absolutely were, was there anything that you all were told that you had to do I mean the baby warmer or the oh, the, what, everything. Was it, the warmer. Were, di- b- b- bite, the the were, wipe warmer.
3: anything that I had to do yeah
1: we're like people like you better do this thing or buy this thing and you're like no but or well, you felt when my kids were
3: younger it was all about the bumbo chairs all those things were oh, oh. like, the bomb
2: you they just had that. to have
3: yeah. a bumbo chair like yeah. they wouldn't learn to sit up like
2: if you didn't <laughs> have one <laughs> I just appreciate on the now. fact that her little fat legs kept her on the chair she <laughs> couldn't get out of them
0: I mean,
3: they, were, they were awesome but do you necessarily have to have one for you them to don't. sit up babies everywhere do sit up without them although they are nice <laughs> Everyone yeah. walking around, yeah. you know. Obviously, <laughs> learned how to sit up, so you don't necessarily have to have that bumble chair well, at the time. I slouch, though, I didn't when <laughs> I was <need laughs> I, I, mean, I, 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 I know it's my back hurts
0: right now.
1: Maybe I did need sure <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> one. So terrible is what I'm hearing.
2: I think terrible, terrible. It's just too much stress, man. Too much.
0: All right, our next one: timeless or terrible? Rice cakes. Terrible, like rice the crunchy, cakes? Quaker Come on, rice dude. cakes. They're
2: terrible. Why are they so terrible? Because I, like like I, I, like I don't like rice cakes. I buy rice cakes because I genuinely have a. I'm thinking I'm gonna do the right yeah. thing. <laughs> I work and I'm, I'm like, gonna, oh I'm like, look, I need white rice people cakes. everywhere like rice cakes. <laughs> because so you know what? And like and I, you know, know what? Like I'm cheese. not even gonna get the. I'm gonna get the brown rice cakes. Oh, oh gosh, oh, See, now oh, you're doing too much. And now they're gonna sit. I'm doing the most. Yes, I'm all about it. Then just gonna sit in my cupboard, and I'm just gonna look at them guiltily as I reach for the. Bread, <laughs> <laughs> and every time I look at them, I just like my throat gets it's dry. dry <laughs> Until, yes, I, I feel yeah. like, we might, be, like we might be I split
1: on like this because I like them as well. well but
3: I have to have flavor, yeah. Oh, like, I am glad I need flavor. Some, I'm sorry, <laughs> what's the best flavor? What's the best flavor? I like the apple cinnamon um, ones, those but are like good. the not but, bad. but but like the newer the ones, ones that are like smaller and they yeah. are like probably not as good as the, the other minis. ones. Well, yeah. they're not lightly salted. They're not horrible. Uh, you know, it's salted. better than a <laughs> bag of chips. Lightly salted rice. Stuff yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I'm like, I, I bought the white cheddar minis, where I'm like, these are better than a bag of chips. I yeah. just need the whole bag. I know, but <laughs> I'm like, I'm
2: like, there's no <laughs> nutritional value. I, see, I always get we, caught up in that. Then I'm like, there's no nutritional value, and I'm like, well, either was that Big Mac that you just had? It doesn't really matter, right? like I don't know. It's yeah. Nice. I'm gonna say terrible. it's
3: timeless. Oh,
1: um,
2: I they just terrible. got timeless. better over time.
1: I think we are what? conflicted. Yeah, on are this one. I noticed, Annie, that. you really like to put different things on your rice cakes. I noticed that at work. I do. Like, yeah. What um, are some rice cake toppings? <laughs> enjoy well, actually, one that I learned. This is one very that I, right. very one that I learned from a, actually from a coworker <laughs> who that I don't
0: is do. Greek, and she has some some very like uh, interesting um, flavor profiles in her lunch.
3: Um, Miss, Miss I really like her fact profiles that she just flavor <laughs> <files. laughs>
2: Me too. <laughs> I don't
3: believe I've ever seen that In her that lunch, before. no less. <laughs> she, <laughs> Not at her five-star Ms. Michelin Hamilton, dinner. In right? uh, her lunch Miss Hamilton, box.
0: Cool. she puts mashed avocado on her rice, ca- oh, rice cake with uh, a okay. little salt and pepper. Seasoning it's, salt. What, I
3: mean, what was it? Himalayan <laughs> seasoning salt. <little
0: right>? Johnny's some Johnny's on there. It actually does really good. Or like Old Bay. I'll
1: take it. Um, (laughs) The last one we'll do is flatbread. Um, particularly shareable flatbread. So I don't know if you've seen like um, Liza Schlesinger, the comedian. She makes a lot of jokes about how like skinny white girls always like flatbread and sharing flatbread. I mean, how do people feel about mm. flatbread here?
2: Okay, I'm just That's gonna. Not this is a perfect conversation for you because yeah. just yesterday I had a flatbread. <laughs> oh, and it was what? delicious. <laughs> While I was eating the flatbread, mind you, it was not. I mean, it was good, but I was thinking I paid fourteen dollars for this flatbread. <laughs> oh my god, there is yeah. nothing. I'm thinking to myself, I can $14? get. I can go down to Steph's Pizza. <laughs> Which is bomb, by the way. And I can have a whole pizza for $14. Yeah. And I'm getting a flatbread with some tiny. It looked like seriously, they were like, okay, one piece of avocado right there on that one. And then maybe we'll throw another one over here. And I was like, this is some bowl. I was like, yeah. Eat some more. I need some more. Like,
1: well and you think it's going to be good and filling but it's I think that's part of like yeah. the perception right I think about like all the college like conversation where We're like oh we'll just split this you know save yeah, some no. money We're just not that hungry I'm yeah, going to no. eat a little bit cuz like, then you're, so you're hungry mean, you're like, you know what let's, let's get some wings yeah. you know what let's come on, girl let's, let's just never mind let's yeah. have a flatbread yeah. and the pizza exactly. and the wings yeah. 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 I had a I had a kid, go to the bed full story, that night I had right? my government
0: students were talking about like their personal code of ethics and one class it was so important to them they said don't be ordering food don't be like um when you say you're not hungry and somebody else orders food don't be eating french fries off their plate Oh, I my gosh. That's yes. What so do, right? Like, oh, I yeah. can't stand I do. Girls, I feel like we're <laughs> yeah. the
2: worst at We are. All the really bad we told we can't eat. Babe, do you want anything? Nah. Oh no, no, no. like, and then they're like, oh, can I have, have all your though? fries? Yeah. yeah. You
0: didn't say can you're going to get a milkshake. Right? Especially with my boyfriend. I was going to say something about flatbread that I feel like makes flatbread timeless. It's bread. And then also it's, Um, I feel like it might be timeless because there are variations on flatbread in every culture. Like, I like naan. That's a flat- oh, that's non- what I was going to say. Long. That's
3: the only like flatbread that
0: yeah,
1: I have been. It's because it's so like, and no, like, I'm not going to lie. But mean, that's only good like you're you're also eating it
2: with curry or like no, with I'm something saying, like, else. No, I'm saying are we, right? yeah, not yeah, just just by, by myself. myself. Are we talking about just flatbread? Yeah. are we talking oh, about it is, oh. as an addition to a meal because tortilla yeah. i mean you could look at all different kinds of things yeah, yeah. that's okay. not the same as as like bread. that you're like so you said flatbread
1: i pictured naan and i'm like can i have all no when you're at forelli's you're <laughs> like so oh good. this flatbread not a pizza so
0: not a thing age. oh yeah, no, <laughs> maybe but, i didn't no. understand what flatbread was before uh-huh. today Honestly,
2: we've got a terrible you know, gotta go to
0: forelli's and check it all out. all right uh do your fudging homework do your fudging homework
1: I- Interchangeable. White ladies. any homework recommendations
3: um so i just started a really cool book called um little fires everywhere Mm. i'm so sorry i think it's celeste ning um the author but really good stuff i'm not gonna even say what it's about just go look it Mm -hmm. up on amazon and read the description it's a really wonderful book like i'm on like page five and i'm like oh my gosh i can't put this down i barely slept last night (laughs) so just go check that out that can be some cool homework
2: that's great homework And my homework is um, just put yourself out there. You know, we just talked about how it's really hard to have conversations with um, people, but sit back and think about what you're passionate about and think about how you can take that and make the community a better place. There's a lot of different things that we have skills in doing. I mean table tennis, you know, knitting. I mean there's all sorts of random Mm -hmm. things that we enjoy that other people, believe it or not, out there enjoy. And you might be able to put something together that's really pretty simple where you're all sitting in a room knitting together and it's actually Mm -hmm. an enjoyable thing. And you might give someone else something positive in their day. So I think that my homework is to really, you know, it's the new year. Everybody's always about sitting down and, you know, what am I going to what what is it gonna look like for me this year? really sit down and find yeah. out what you really enjoy because yeah. you know i know that for one thing that i what i'm passionate about i do full full yeah. sur- i mean i'm I'm about it but if i'm not passionate i'm not fully showing up mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. make sure that you're fully showing up in what you do yeah. and what That's you're good. passionate about go That's
3: to awesome. your neighborhood council meetings too yes. yeah just yeah.
2: get involved man yeah. we mm-hmm. want to make this community a better place totally
0: um, my homework is to go check out an article from two thousand nine um, from it's a long time ago um, from New York, New York Times parenting <laughs> blog. Are you sure it's not outdated? But no, it's good. It's 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 timeless. Um, <laughs> it's called Dads in the PTA. Oh, We're going kind to of touch on that a little okay. bit in our okay. conversation today. You know, yeah, well, it talks about unequal contributions of men and women in the lives of American <laughs> children in like schools mm. and at home. So just like meditate on it, think about it. Like, where mm. are the dads? Like, what's the what's the what's that about? do you
3: think it's changed much though since 2009 I
0: don't and I'm interested <laughs> in, um, nice. in like what what could change that because okay. I think dad's I don't know, dads have a role to play. Well, and dads have yeah. such
2: great input. I mean, I yeah. think that really, truly, having that yeah. male um, input um, is critical. Yeah. I think that that's just another missing factor yeah. in some of our of our community groups and some of the things yeah. that we're involved in. I mean, well, and mm-hmm. like
0: gender diverse too, like non-binary binary folks and
2: transgender folks, get
1: part, to participate. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. I think we that's, want you. Yeah. We
2: want you to be involved. We
1: want everybody. There. Awesome. Yes. At the table. Well, ladies, thank you so much for coming thank back you. on the show. Really we Really appreciate it. We are always
2: about this show. whenever thank thank you please
3: yes all
1: right right, bye Bye.
0: peace out interchangeable white ladies podcast is part of the channel 253 network
1: subscribe to the other podcasts nerd farmer move to tacoma citizen tacoma and flounders b team
0: bye Bye. class dismissed interchangeable white ladies podcast is sponsored by alaska airlines we We fly fly alaska Alaska.
1: book your next flight on alaskaair.com this is channel 253